So welcome, O hearers of God's word, to this next year of our Lord, 2024. Yesterday marked the 12th day of Christmas on our church calendar year. Um, Maybe many of you know that Christians around the world celebrate the visitation of the wise men, also known as Epiphany, a wonderful word that means a revelation of light, a manifestation of Christ. Uh, We would use it as an aha moment. Oh, now I understand, right? It's this aha moment in the journey of the Magi that culminated at the house where the baby boy Jesus was staying until this night flight into Egypt. But Mark, our gospel writer for this year of 2024, speaks of none of this as he opens his gospel witness with the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ and then introduces the prophet John, the baptizer, who in turn points to the one who is mightier than I and will baptize with the Holy Spirit, which as we look to our own epiphany, when the light of Christ found us, not after an arduous years-long search, but through baptism, we now can clearly attest this day, the baptism of our Lord Sunday, the baptism of the Holy Spirit day, this day is our true epiphany. And so I say to you, grace and peace through our God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, the names in whom you were, or I pray you will be, baptized. Amen. It's only two verses in our gospel today, but these verses are profound. For in them we see that Jesus enters the water that he created as the word of the Father and the Spirit. And we wonder why Jesus, who is without sin, chooses to be baptized in a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. But we know that Jesus was born under the laws of creation and also, quite importantly, born into a creation that was cursed by the Father because of sin. But now, the very heavens we read in Mark, the very heavens are torn apart. The very heavens that separate us separated us from God through sin, are being ripped open wide, and this dove now descends. God chooses to deliver the big promise through the Holy Spirit by means of water to his one and only Son. In baptism, the Father gives to the man Jesus the Holy Spirit to believe in the profound gift that the Father has given his Son. Did you hear it? 
a claim of favor. You are my beloved son. With you, I am well pleased. Just lately, I'm beginning to, to just starting to get a grasp on this Greek word, eudikei, eudikeo, this Greek word, with you I am well pleased. I am well pleased, eudikeo. It's translated, I am well pleased. I find pleasure. I've been watching my wife's face when our daughter sends us another grandchild video. <laughs> and there is a glow there. There is a smile that radiates deep from within. This latest one was of our grandchild with her first little sweet chuckle. No longer a smile, now we're getting the chuckle. And oh boy, do you work hard for that, parents, don't we? And grandparents. We've been trying for a month, uh, especially over Christmas break, for this sweet little laugh to come. I got a little extra one, and I, I was so proud of that. I thought, okay, she knows who her grandpa is. <laughs> but there's something deep and profound here. There is a blessing of generations. God has called this new little one blessed, and we have now been given it. That, to me, this outward expression of an inner heart is eudikeo, I take pleasure in you. And we might ask, was this word from God for Jesus only? Or was it for us? And we would all have to say, yes, <laughs> both for Christ and for us. One of the ideas that grabbed me through my seminary experience was this understanding of what living under the law, the law of creation, but more importantly, again, under this curse of creation, what it does to you and me, and also to Christ, the God-man as well. And it's this. In the flesh, you neither see God nor feel God. In this body of flesh, you neither see God nor feel God. And this is the deception now of being a son of Adam, as we men are, a daughter of Eve, as you women are. If we aren't too busy trying to replace God's word with our own reasoning and self-talk, we desperately do want to see God and feel God. And so we seek God through sight, through vision, through signs, or through feeling. Was that the Holy Spirit that I just felt? We're, we try and count on that in worship to know that God is present try to build it up in, in music so that we have this feeling to know that God is really for us. You see this in uh, lots of churches. But God remains hidden there. God chooses to reveal God's kingdom by faith in God's word. 
this word who became flesh. And as Isaiah 53 prophesies, who was wounded for our transgressions, crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the punishment that made us whole. And by his bruises, we are healed. This is what our baptism has done for us. As the words were spoken for me, Thomas Arthur, November of 63, I baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I and you were given this glorious exchange, this happy exchange that Martin Luther talked about, where we were, we gave to Christ all that we had, which is sin and selfishness and pride. And all of this sin was joined to him in his death and died with him in the tomb. And then as Paul says in Romans 6, as Christ was raised, we too were raised to new life. No more sin and curse of death, dead forever. And in this new life, incorruptible because of a righteousness that Christ gives us, we have this. We have this promise in faith. We still sin, so we come. Cleanse us, dear God, again in this body of flesh that does not believe your word fully and truly as your son has. But also give us the faith to believe what you have done for us. And so all that we have to hold on to is the Spirit's gift of faith in God's word of promise in baptism. That's what we hold to. Jesus also had to live by this faith, given to him by the Holy Spirit, as he lived now in a perfect trust of this faith and with a perfect belief in prayer. And this is where we place all of our hope and trust in this Holy Spirit's baptism gift of faith. And so God's word of favor becomes everything in this life. The word given to us in baptism is our epiphany day. Today is our epiphany day because this is where we're celebrating what Christ has done for us in baptism. And the marvelous news for us today in this new year is that this word has come to us. We don't need to try and figure out the light. We don't need to try and seek it out in some years-long search like wise men. No, the word has come to us in the power of a promise, seeking us out, giving us an identity, a purpose, a calling. This word was given to us directly to the one whose head is wet with promise. God has decided that God will deliver his promise for the forgiveness of sin through water and promise in baptism so that we can now have the full favor of God in Christ Jesus. Eudikeo, it's the Greek word, eudikeo, 
the full favor of God, the smile upon you <laughs> as uh, you smile back in worship. God is well pleased with you is our promise today because of Christ. Amen.